Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with TV, media professional, and podcaster Mark Schmidt. From his base in Florida, he opened up about his career in the TV and media and his life as a podcaster. He moved away from home in order to pursue a career in broadcasting. He has had to overcome many obstacles in order to get to where he is today. We cover all of this and more. Enjoy. Well, it's great to meet you, man. Thank you for taking a minute out. And I'd love to begin our conversation with... We're going on the four-year anniversary of COVID. How did you get through the pandemic, and how did it change you? Uh, boy, that's a good question. <laughs> so, it can be. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess the pandemic was just a time of self-reflection. I, at the time, was working at a place I was living in, the Washington, D.C. area at the time, and I remember right after they really announced the pandemic happening, I looked at our TV screen working for a media company we have the news on, and it had like this ridiculous stat that like 96% of the world was at home. But I was like the 4% that was actually at work. Yeah. I was like... Of all the times, of all the people, of all the statistics, I had to fall on the other end of that one. But <laughs> it, it was stuff like that that really made me reflect and think about what I want out of life and yeah. just think about what I'm grateful for and what I can do to make my life better. And just uh, there's just so many... I, I could take up our whole time on that question. I'm sure a lot of people could. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's get to the heart and soul of what you do for a living. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders at career day. And one of the kids is curious and says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? Uh, well, there's a two-part answer to that. So during the day, during like normal business hours, I oversee television media and i make sure that it is suitable for air that's even saying suitable my i don't know if that's too much for a third grader but <laughs> um at night when i'm not doing that i talk to very interesting people on my podcast and talk about their journey in life and their career and the fork in the road in their career in life if there is one so what did you want to be in the third grade what was your dream you know i remember being very young and being like obsessed with television i've always had a little bit of obsession with television everything from like tv guide i always wanted the new tv guide or any TV booklet that had the listings for the next week. I also had black and white TV that I would take apart and tinker with and try to, I lived in the Philadelphia area at the time, about an hour away from Philly. So I would play around and try to pull in channels from like Philadelphia or Harrisburg or York or maybe even Scranton or New York by some chance. And I loved all of that, just everything to do with TV. 
So that's what I was thinking. And that's essentially, I guess, what I wound up doing. So what was your favorite show growing up? Uh, so I would say animated shows, because there were so many of those back in the 80s. It was Heathcliff. Yeah. And then for, <laughs> I guess for, uh, it, it's not much more or less animated, but Alf was yeah. a big show for me. Yeah. So I guess anything furry that has sarcastic humor and can talk, I guess, is <laughs> something that I was into. So how did you get your start in TV? How did this dream become a reality? So... I went to college and I kind of went somewhere I didn't really want to be going. I I knew, I remember filling out forms when I went, I started at Penn State Berks in Berks County where I was living. And I remember just, they were telling us, oh, you know, what majors interest you? What, what are you interested in? And I'm looking at what they offered and what they were telling me I was interested in or showing me. And I'm like, I just want to check off anything to do with media or television. That's what I'm interested in. I, I don't want a business degree. I mean, I barely got through applied math. I dropped out of geometry in like 10th grade. Like, I'm terrible at math. I've always have not been very good. And saying not very good is being nice because I'm terrible. So as time went on, I was doing well in school, made the dean's list. I was doing okay, but it's like this school doesn't really have what I need. It doesn't have, it's not offering what I need. So I took a little time off and I just one day just said, you know what? And I think it was after 9-11 happened that affected me a lot, not only for, you know, the bigger picture, but it made me kind of like the pandemic. It made me think about myself a little bit. And I'm like, well, do I want to be in a situation like that someday personally and be like, well, you know, I just spend my whole life working in factories or bouncing around retail jobs and not really doing what I'm passionate about. So, I decided, you know what, I am going to take a leap of faith. I'm really going to focus and I'm going to go to another school that's offering it. They have a good program. It was Kutztown University, just right down the road, like 10, 15 miles from me. And the rest is history. I majored in the field. I got an internship at a really good company nearby, uh, a home shopping type of channel. I, I never reveal because I don't know if that's like okay or not. That's a long story, but it was a home shopping type of network and uh, I loved it. I didn't think that I would love it because it's like, what, what do I want anything to do with home shopping of any sort? But I loved it. It was great job. It was you cross paths like I got to do my mic checks for people like Joan Rivers and Anson Williams. If you remember him from Happy Days, I was like, this is awesome. I love just being around 
you know, I don't have to be on camera, but right. that's really kind of how it got started. And then I wound up moving to DC and et cetera, et cetera. And sure. I'm still doing it. So who's been a hero for you in your life? Wow. That's a, that's a great question. And coming from me, it's like, I'm always kind of like looking at myself for the inspiration and i've always had to be like very resourceful and that's just kind of what i know and i've learned um as far as an actual hero i know that there have been bosses i've had along the way that have been really great and have taught me a lot along the way and i would say I had two bosses in the DC area who were really great. Another, I should, another one when I transferred, who was two actually, no, three. There, there's a lot of people. Let's just leave it at that. A lot yeah. of people I've worked with. So let me ask you this. If you could meet one person alive on the planet right now that you find fascinating, who would it be? Who would you love to meet and talk to? Well, I feel like this is a very cliche answer, but I I think I I have a second person that I'm thinking of, and I'll just throw the second person in after the first. Uh, Taylor, so Taylor Swift is somebody I'm sure a lot of people would like to meet, but there is a reason. So she's from my hometown, and she... I feel has some parallels as far as some of the things she went through as far as fitting in with kids at school and just the stories I've heard from her and the way some of the battles she had with that. Obviously, I'm sure she's uh, sleeping on a pile full of money and is uh, not as hurt or upset today, but I think about that a lot and would love to have that conversation with her. It's not even about uh, glazing and just being in awe of her accomplishments or anything. Although that, as somebody who's from the same area, I'm like, holy cow, like, how did somebody from my hometown become so successful? It's, uh, It's unbelievable. And the second person, I'm just throwing it in there, would be Michelle Branch. Been a huge fan. Love her. uh, Just, I've always been very inspired by her path. And yeah, I'm a big music fan, as you can see behind me with the records. So there's a lot of people, but I think those two would be the top. So... What is your motivation to do your job in the media and your podcast? What gets you up every day? What's your motivator? The motivation with television is I've just always been so passionate about it. And I think for me, I I can remember just watching MTV. MTV was really big when I was growing up and even just watching cartoons. What are these people like? What would possess somebody to sing the Heathcliff 
theme song, you know, who in the world would sign up and say, I want to sing that ridiculous song. And even like Muppet Babies or Weird Chipmunks, whatever you can think of, just who would want to do that? And just why? I, I think it was more those kind of questions than oh, I, I want to be around famous people or whatever. I, I'm more interested whether you're on the camera or doing voiceover or whatever. I just want to be around it and talk to you and meet those people and try to understand what makes them tick and why they would want to do that. Now, the podcast, the reason for the podcast, I started going to LinkedIn Local in the D.C. area and was meeting a lot of people. This is back in, like, 2017. I had just taken, like, a buyout package from the company I was with. I was there for 10 years. They were restructuring. I decided to leave. So a lot of soul-searching at the time. And I met quite a few people. They were like, yeah, you should, like, create content or start a podcast. And I just said, after a while, I kept hearing and hearing it. And I'm like, well, I've never really been one to be in front of the mic or the camera. But what the heck? I'll, I'll do it. And I found out that I really enjoyed it really enjoyed the feedback. I enjoyed the relationships I was building and just kind of went step by step. I decided after a while, I didn't want to just start a podcast. Just, you know, I know some people start a podcast and they don't have a lot of direction. I just didn't want to be like, well, hey, I'm Mark Schmidt and let's talk about whatever. I wanted it to have a theme and a purpose and don't mean to be condescending to those who need that outlet. I mean, sure. we, we all got to do what we got to do, I guess. But uh, I just wanted a little more meaning to it. So sure. thought about it and I'm like, what's inspiring me? It's all these people who are entrepreneurs who are telling me I should do this. So let's just have entrepreneurs on the show, the exact people that are inspiring me. And I just wanted to talk about their journey and any obstacles they had. And it was partly for me to learn, but also because I found them inspiring and it has fueled me and I've continued to thrive on that. So of all the things that you've done in your life and become, what are you the proudest of? I'm very proud of the fact that I became a manager at one point. So I was with the same company for a few years, really just battling because it's tough in the field I'm in to really move ahead and get ahead. You really got to work hard. And you, I guess some of it is right place, right time. And when I transferred from the Virginia office to the one in Maryland, I really went full steam ahead. I was like, okay, been with the company a few years. I know a lot about it. It's a new role. It's a new office. 
I'm really going to hit the ground running. And I think it took 17 months. I got promoted and I just found not only the promotion, but the impact that the staff had on me and the team had on me, as well as the impact I felt I had on everybody. It, it was very fulfilling and gratifying. And I've done things since that I'm very proud of, but that might be the most proud uh, thing that I've accomplished. So, Mark, in all of these different capacities that you have, everyone sees you in a certain light, family, friends, colleagues, your listeners, that you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I think I'm a very resourceful and driven person who is still battling and fighting to get to that point where they really have, I think, reached where they envision themselves being in the end, which is just somebody who is influencing other people and just having a positive impact. And I, I think that's kind of how I see myself. And I think that's one of the things that drives me. And I, I don't know exactly how other people view me, but I view myself as just somebody who is responsible. You can count on them. And I'm just looking to do what's right and best in this life. Yeah, I get it. So if anyone out there wants to listen to your podcast, learn more about you, reach out, how can they do that? So if you want to listen to the podcast, you can you can download it on uh, or listen to it on Apple Podcasts. I have a pod page, and I know some people spell my name M-A-R-K. A lot, I, I should say probably a lot of people spell it that way. It's M-A-R-C, Schmidt. And if you just type in, mark my words, M-A-R-C, you'll find the pod page. You'll find I'm also on... Uh, YouTube, I have a YouTube page, I mark my words, and just pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts, you can listen to the show, and if you can't find it, you can drop me a note, I'm on LinkedIn, you can email me, I'm on Instagram, so just send me a note, I'll, I'll show you the way, so. Right on. Yeah. Cool, man. Mark, this is great. Everyone tune in. Thank you for your story today. And they can get much more by tuning into your podcast. Mark, thank you. Best of luck with everything. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on the show. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. <laughs>